Coming up today, we hear from another great guide and angler in Paul Bunyan country. Paul Nelson joins the show to give us the scoop on the Bemidji area fishing scene. And committee member Tracy Pogue talks about the upcoming Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament. And here's something very exciting. The Fish and Paul Bunyan Country Maestro has got himself a brand new production studio. So for the first time in seven years, Friday, we will debut a brand new Fish and Paul Bunyan Country song. Today, though, we open the show with some classic Fish and Paul Bunyan Country hip-hop. I won't ever understand my shorties be mad When all I want to do is stick my toes in the sand There's nothing wrong with champagne dancing and such But the nightlife in the city don't impress me much I don't feel right in the club, I'd rather be out Sitting in my 14-footer catching some trout The fishes all tremble at the thought of me When I'm F-I-S-H-I-I-N for Bunyan Country This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country presented by Northland Fishing Tackle Today, longtime guide Paul Nelson joins us to take a look at the Bemidji area fishing scene. He's been fishing for a long time. He's been sharing his information through multimedia sources for a long time. Paul, thanks for taking the time today. I'm glad to do it. Well, Paul, um, you were talking about, uh, you know, it's been a weird year for a lot of people, guide-wise and otherwise, and it's uh, it's thrown a monkey wrench in a lot of things. But we did hear about a lot of um, license sales this year and a lot more people seemingly out there on the water. Have you noticed that when you've been out? I sure have. There is a lot more people, and I think it's skewed younger a lot. I think that, you know, without the regular kind of ball sports out there, you know, and and also people trying to find things to do more by themselves or in smaller groups, I mean, fishing is perfect for that, you know, and it's better outdoors than indoors. So, I mean, it, it checks a lot of boxes, and I think, you know, it's a good thing to get this, you know, the younger kids involved in this. I think the high school and college uh, team sports involved with fishing too it just seems like we're on an upswing after actually you know losing a lot of anglers in past years that were we've turned it around and are on upswing this year yeah and i I, you know you hope that they're out there having a good time and i'm guessing they are and and it, it sticks with them you know down the road well, in Bemidji, what a perfect playground, you know, if you're living in another area. But here you've got so many lakes and so many choices for the fish that, you know, if you can't go out and, and, and have some success around Bemidji, maybe you, you do need another sport. But, yeah, I mean, uh, our lakes are as good as they can be. If you transpose some of our lakes to another area that doesn't that only has a handful of lakes or smaller lakes, you know, there are, we have dozens of lakes that would be everybody's favorite lake if they were in another location, and we've got them all here. You know, the mo- further you you drive from Bemidji, you know, you just keep hitting more and more and more good lakes. Yeah, I just it's interesting because I'm uh, I'm on the uh, committee for the upcoming United Way Fishing Tournament, which I don't know if you've heard the details, but is going to be open to any, because of the app that they're going to use. You can go on any lake in Beltrami, Hubbard, or Clearwater County. So I added that up. That's 823 lakes in uh, you know an hour's drive. That that's just awesome and amazing. I mean, if if people that have you know kids that come to school here or people that come here on vacation, you know, in their minds, if they they think of their dream areas, if they could make a living. 
you know, to live. There isn't many areas better than Bemidji, Grand Rapids, Park Rapids, this area right around us. I mean, you you look at an, for another area that's as good as this is, and, uh, you know, maybe you could go to Canada, but then there's other issues. Really, here, this is about as good as it gets. It, it really is, absolutely. Well, let's talk about the bite out there um, over the last few weeks. What have you been seeing? Water temperatures have kind of been the key. We've got really hot early, and we're kind of getting some moderating temperatures here, but almost everything in our lakes that are cold water or a cool water species start to have issues when those surface temperatures get above 75 degrees, and really only largemouth bass uh, can stand stuff over 80 degrees. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the fish start to have issues when the water gets this warm. They will... You know, if you've ever gone swimming, which most of us have, or you feel, you know, you walk through some weeds and you feel that cold on your feet. I mean, those fish are able to lay down in that during the hottest part of the day and then come out to feed, which they have to do because of their metabolism. Uh, but, you know, they'll wait and pick their times. But everything has to eat more because they're burning so many calories. So the bite is there, but it's going to be certain ways, and it's going to be at certain times. And uh, really the weather kind of determines that. So, you know, the heat of the middle of the day isn't good for much. But, um, you know, you're, you're, you can still catch fish out there in, in most of these lakes. Bottom line is it's definitely more moderate to be out there. It's more enjoyable for us, but uh, I can't imagine that the water temps have changed much from from those 90-degree days. Yeah, they're still in the upper 70s, and, and, uh, you know, I like always like to do day over day or kind of compare apples to apples, so I like to look at that surface temperature the first thing I get out on the lake before the sun has hit it, and I kind of use that as the benchmark. And most of the lakes, I was on Bemidji a couple of days ago, and it was upper 70s, but by the end of the day, you know, it had spiked up to 82 or so. And, I mean, you, you know, you pull your bait out of the water, and, you know, like I was using leeches, and, you know, the leeches are hot, and they look like they've <laughs> almost been boiled. You know, so in the fish's bodies, when they come up, they're warm. You really have to let these fish go if you're going to release stuff. you got to let them go quick. And if you're going to haul stuff around in a live well, think of that. It, you know, 80-degree water, if it, and you almost always lose some fish if you're fishing for walleyes and other stuff, too. So you really need to, you know, bring a cooler, have some ice, and, and get those fish on ice right away. Or at least watch the live well close and transfer them if you start having fish having trouble. But, uh, you know, you're going to have spoiled fish by the time you get home. You really have to be ready to take care of those fish. And if you do let them go... You can't hurt them. You got to let them go because they have to still be able to feed. If if they have an injury that takes them a little while to recover from, there's going to be a delayed mortality uh, of those fish because they got to go right back to business when you let them go. The other thing that you have to be concerned about because you know a lot of the walleyes push much deeper, and you know you're hauling those fish way. Uh, you know you're reeling and reeling and reeling them from the deep uh, part of the lake. That can be really dangerous for a fish too. Barrel trauma is always an issue. I don't think it's quite as bad right now. There are some lakes like this, say, Walker Bay, that has good oxygen below the thermocline most of the summer. You know, I, I think that, uh, you know, those lakes always have deeper fish than, you know, say, Winnie or, you know, Lake of the Woods on, on the south end here or the the 
big bays of other bays of of Leech Lake where you know that wind when you get a good wind three four five foot waves they can turn that water over all the way down to the top of the thermocline and if if it hits the bottom, that mixes the water and unifies the temperature and the oxygen levels in the whole thing. So it's a bit of a shock to those fish, and it'll start to stratify like a normal lake, and then the wind will mix it up again. So it, it, you get a big wind, that can shock those fish and actually make them not bite very well for a day or two while they adjust to that temperature, but they will move deeper uh, you know, in those lakes, but most of the fish that I'm catching are in more moderate depths. I haven't been catching much out deep. Okay. Um, what, what would, I mean, obviously you said pick your times. I would assume low light air times are probably the best for walleyes. It is. It seems like that morning after you've had a whole night of things cooling off and settling down, uh, the mornings seem to be best, and as soon as that sun, if you get a, you know, if you've got some wind, they'll they'll bite a little bit longer. But the middle day is pretty tough, and then the evening bite doesn't really start until closer to dark. And there's always going to be a segment of those uh, walleyes or light sensitive species that are going to feed after dark, especially in the Clear Lakes. You know, and anglers too that want to fish like they used to fish. They ha- they need to switch to a lake that doesn't have zebra mussels. If you've got these super clear lakes, uh, the challenge is different. You can't fish the way you used to and do very well. If you've got big waves, if you've got really cloudy, you might be able to drift over the top of some of those fish. But, you know, sometimes one pass over the fish and you spook them. So, you know, the way that we drag lines behind the boat, you need either stained or algae bloom or turbid water to get away with that otherwise the fish see you and they spoke you know it's it's completely changed uh, cast lake certainly and uh, to some degree it's changed uh, where people are finding fish on winnie too those are the big two i've heard uh the biggest changes due to zebra mussels but we just you know we're just starting on bemidji now and uh, and red lake as well so remain to be seen down the road the anglers will catch things off the bottom and you know if the more the zebra mussels are there the more common it is to see you know a zebra mussel attached to stuff and i had uh you know i i've i've seen full-size ones on bemidji i've seen little ones too but i mean you're starting to see them more often but they're commonplace on some other lakes uh gas in particular geez they're everywhere got a ton more great information from paul nelson coming up but next more on the big Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament next weekend. Committee member Tracy Pope joins us next. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. Checking in with Tracy Pogue. He's one of the committee members for the upcoming uh, Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament. First ever event coming up. And uh, Tracy, you were really instrumental in this. Uh, your years of running the Krause Anderson, which is now the Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic, certainly were beneficial. Uh, but I think we've got a really unique uh, event here this upcoming weekend, the 24th through the 26th. We really do. Um, and I, I think that's a really good word to describe this this event and all future um fishing tournaments i i think this is going to be kind of a precursor to the way things are going to happen with uh, virtual rules meetings and you know online recording of of all these fish and putting them right back in the lake uh, so the the big the big weigh-ins and that kind of thing um as long as they're done early in the year 
that works out pretty good. But when you get into this time of the year in July when it's, you know, 90 degrees or 80 degrees and the water temperatures, we've got to get the fish back right away. So this is a very good way to protect the resource uh, at the same time getting, you know, fathers and sons, mothers and daughters out there fishing uh, on any lake they want to in the three-county area. Yeah, and we're going to do the virtual uh, rules meeting. So, I mean, uh, it's nice and safe as far as the social distancing goes. Uh, again, you've got lots of lakes to choose from. And one of the key things about this is um, you've got three days, and you don't have to fish a prescribed period of time. Anytime from 7 a.m. Friday the 24th until 2 o'clock the 26th, however many or few hours you want to put into this, you can put into it. Absolutely. That that was one of our um, neat conversations when we first started putting this together. We just said, well, let's have it on a Saturday. And, and I don't remember who said it, but they said, you know, why don't we just do a three-day? And I think we talked about a 10-day, but that's pretty, that's a long period of time. <laughs> yes. But at the end of the at the end of the discussion, we, we landed on three days, starting on July uh, 24th at 7 a.m., and I ran into some folks yesterday that said, you know, I can't fish that Saturday, and I said, great, fish Sunday, and they, they they were like, oh, okay, you can do that? Yeah, you can fish any or part of it or all of it. You want to do a 36-hour straight, you know, get after it for 36 hours, you sure can, but... Um, it's just wide open for that whole weekend. And your best five bass and your best five walleye, so it's two tournaments running simultaneously. And it's a pretty neat program. And it's a $200 fee, and that gets you basically in both competitions if you want to. And uh, it's a $3,000 first prize based on 100 boats on each side of it, prizes through the top nine spots. So really a a nice lucrative little tournament for, for the winners as well. Oh, it's it's a double-edged sword. We're supporting the United Way in a big way. Got lots of sponsors, including Lucid's Village Foods. But at, at the end of the day, if you look at it and you go out fishing, catch five bass, and they happen to be the biggest, you win $3,000. If you happen to catch four bass or four walleyes and they were third biggest, you could win another 500 So you could be in both tournaments without even really trying. On one lake, many of the anglers around our area know you know, a lake that you could catch walleyes and bass on the same lake. So you can really not even leave the lake. But you can leave the lake, and I did the math, and it uh, breaks down to about 823 lakes between the three counties you can fish. So plenty of options. 823. I haven't been on all of them. <laughs> uh, but that is a, that's a good number to know. But um, th- that's the really neat part of this is that when you look at Hubbard County, Park Rapids area, and look at all those wonderful lakes down there all of the people in park rapids should be excited that they can participate in a tournament that's based out of bemidji and not have to drive to bemidji uh and likewise over in clearwater county and and, you know up in northern beltrami county so you can really run from red lake down to fishhook lake in park rapids so wow and the cool thing is you got the fish donkey app that runs the whole thing you can just download that from your app store on your phone and uh, that's how you get registered as well. But it's it's a cool little app that uh, keeps tabs on everything. It's got GPS, so uh, nobody can cheat. It's it that's quite a that's quite a little app they got going on with the uh, fish donkey. Yeah, the the fish donkey folks are really really neat. They are also going to be on the virtual rules meeting to help all of our anglers understand how to do things, how to measure the fish, what the picture looks like. You know, there's been a few people asking about you know how do you handle cheating and. You know, I like to think that everybody's pretty doggone honest to begin with, but 
just in case um, somebody uh, challenges somebody's picture, uh, there's a whole different way that the technology, they can actually look at the, the picture and see if it was the same fish taken again. Uh, they can zoom in. The, the Fish Donkey app has got it dialed in, but the really neat thing behind this, Kev, is that no fishing spots are ever revealed and only known to the one person at Fish Donkey, and he will not share them. He runs hundreds of tournaments all over the country from Washington to New York are using his app, so he could care less about a, a secret spot in Bemidji. That's right. And we'll know who's leading. We'll know you know, what we have to do to get caught back up, but we won't know where they're fishing. They won't know where we're fishing. Correct. Uh, the, the app will be a live app, so if you and I are fishing together and you, you boat a nice big bass and take a picture of it, that, that picture gets posted on the app, and everybody in the tournament gets notified that, you just took the lead with a five-pound bass. So it's really a neat, in, in, um, inform, informative way for everybody to stay in tune of what's going on. So when you get up on Sunday morning, you know what you need to do to win. What I think is also very cool about this is, you know, most tournaments are, are lake-based and are a great showcase for certain lakes. This is really a showcase for all of Paul Bunyan country. I mean, there's more to it than just those three counties, but like I say, 800 and some lakes. That's a big part of our of our fishing area. Yeah, if you look at look back at all of the different guides and uh, fishing folks that you've interviewed over the years, they're not just in our Bemidji area, our Bemidji backyard. They're from all over, and that was one of the things that we really talked about is that we have such a strong uh, uh, fishery in our right in our backyard within a 30 to 40 mile radius of Bemidji. It's not just Lake Bemidji. Um, you know, you've got the Mississippi River and all the way up to Clearwater and, again, up to Waskish and all the way down to Park Rapids. So there's a lot of people that are that can take participate in this and for an entry fee that's very affordable for if you got two people in the boat, which you do, 100 bucks a guy, and you got a chance to support the United Way and win some money. Yeah, and the United Way is, of course, a great agency that's done wonderful work in our community for a lot of years, and, boy, this year in... You know, without getting into details, I think we all know what 2020 has been all about. United Way has been in the thick of serving the community like never before. So this is a, an important event for them. I'm super excited to be part of it and glad that we have a strong executive director and her team, Danae Alamano, at the United Way. Without her and her team, we could not pull this off uh, on such short notice. But uh, we really look forward to doing this. We've already got Lucan signed on for a a three-year contract as a as a major sponsor, so th- this is here to stay. And you go to unitedwaybemidji.org for more information, and again, go to your app store and download the Fish Donkey app to uh, get registered and uh, get set up for the tournament. Tracy, uh, before I let you go, I know you've been up on Lake of the Woods a lot. How's the how's the bite been up there? The, the fishing on Lake of the Woods is, is, I guess in one word, spectacular. The the amount of big fish being caught this year is just crazy. And to put it into perspective, Saturday morning I took my wife out, and in 35 minutes we boated a 29, a 29 and a half, and a 30 and a half. Um, just a day of days, and um, many boats uh, everywhere fishing. Didn't matter what type of fishing if they were jigging, pulling spinners, pulling lead core with crankbaits. <clears throat> excuse me, with crankbaits. Uh, the fishery is just very healthy. That that slot limit is really working well up there. The charter boats are out there. Um, they're 
they're back in business with, with all of the regulations that they had to go through with social distancing. But the one thing, Kevin, I've seen in just about every lake that I've gone to is I've seen more and more boats full of people, not just one, two people, lots of families fishing this year. That's great news, obviously, and, and I think that's something that has been concerning to people in the fishing biz and, and uh, uh, DNR for a long time is the number of people angling. But I think with uh, high school fishing and college fishing now and a summer in which people are looking something for something to do, there's a whole new generation that are getting uh, into fishing now, and that is great news. Love to see the kids going with with everything with Take a Kid Fishing's event canceled this year. This is another great way to get involved in our tournament. So to everybody that was a Take a Kid Fishing guide would be to call those people that you've taken in the past and maybe invite them in your boat. I know Dick Beardsley's doing that this year. Um, this is a really good opportunity and a great way to give back to our community. Absolutely great idea, and uh, yeah, like like we say, um, three days of fishing, you can fish at your leisure, um, and if your leisure is uh, the whole weekend, good for you. If not, no big deal. I mean, there's going to be still plenty of hours throughout the course of three days to find the fish you need to win to win the tournament with. Yeah, I'm really thankful that uh, we've gotten so much support so fast. We've got a lot of anglers already registered. And I know as we get closer to the, the 23rd, everybody kind of waits to the last minute to pay. But uh, they do have to be registered before the start of the tournament. So uh, that is on the 23rd is our uh, rules meeting, July 23rd at 5 p.m. So I would encourage everybody to sign up now and uh, get, get set up so you know how to use that Fish Donkey app. There is actually a practice session on the app that you can get get after and learn before the tournament. So. If you're not comfortable with the phone and how that works, uh, it's super easy. All right, Tracy Pogue, one of the uh, committee members of the first-ever Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament next weekend uh, in Beltrami, Hubbard, and Clearwater Counties. Tracy, thanks for your time today. We appreciate it. Have a great day. Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. Paul Nelson is back, and Paul, what are the hottest lakes you're seeing right now? Well, you know, Lake of the Woods, probably. <laughs> I mean, you know, and, and, and a lot of, you know, I know a number of guides that have been driving up to Red Lake um, just about every day, you know, or, or more frequently. Um, you know, so that stained water really helps. Bemidji still has quite a bit of an algae bloom, so it's okay, but the fish aren't everywhere. you got to find the bait fish, you know, to find the walleye. So, you know, some of the spots that guys have in their heads that are usually good don't have a lot on them. Uh, and a lot of those fish are still either relating to the outside edge of the weeds and down the break just a little ways, most of them less than 20 feet. So, you know, there and cast is still pretty good. There's lots of fish out there. That uh, rusty crayfish infestation, which is, you know, not good for a lot of reasons, but geez, the perch and the walleyes love to eat those. So if you can adjust your tactics and be able to see the fish with your electronics and not drive over them and then present baits from a distance to them, you know, but still the bite is tough. And in the middle of the day, you know, there's tricks you can do to improve it. But, you know, a lot of times you can see a big group of fish and, and you're lucky if you get, you know, one, two or three of them out of it. What seems to be the uh, best bait at the moment? Well, I'm not catching much on minnows. Okay. I bring them with for a security blanket because, you know, <laughs> just in case I might need them. But, you know, leeches have been working real well, well right now, night crawlers. Um, you know, if, uh, the clearer the water, if if you've got a real stained lake 
or you've got a real turbid lake, you go bigger uh, as far as spinners and, and, you know, it's kind of louder and bigger. But if you're on a lake that's clear and you're trying to use those spinners, you got to go a little slower. You got to use a lighter sinker. You got to fish a little shallower and you got to be more subtle with the bead choices and, and the blades go smaller with stuff. So, I mean, it's, you know, all things aren't created equal. You got to experiment a little bit. And, you know, it's, it's like the, you know, the volume dial. You got to turn down the volume a little bit when the water's clear. It's always a walleye world for guides, no matter what uh, time of year it is. Uh, people coming in from the, out of the area, they want to catch those walleyes. But what are you hearing about other species or what are you experiencing with other species? Pretty good bluegill bite right now. Uh, the bass, both largemouth and smallmouth. We've, we've got more lakes of smallmouth now. Which you know I, I like them better than large so that kind of makes me happy. The northerns, you know, geez, northerns almost like cooler water than than what walleyes do. Um, you know, if, if you are going to get really big northerns, you need a cold water refuge for those fish during during the summertime. So you know, I mean, that's why the giant pike kind of come from the deep clear lakes. You know, you're catching northerns, but not as many as you used to. The perch, more of the small perch have moved up after the insect hatches have stopped. But the bigger perch seem to be a little bit more elusive. They're eating something else like the crayfish. So, you know, you there is. if I was guiding right now, I would like to fish walleyes. I don't like to guide for bluegills, but I could. Poppies, boy, you need... Some of those fish are in the cabbage weeds, so, you know, there's a few lakes that I know of where I can get them, but they're generally tough right now. Bass are probably the easiest. Muskies are real, you know, there. We had a summer a number of years ago where we had a bit of a summer kill where there was fish dying on the surface, and the pattern that the guys got on was that where these fish were kind of dying on the surface and they would do their, you know, little splashes and then lay there, the guys were fishing uh, surface baits, you know, out over open water. So, I mean, if if we stay hot or get another real hot spell in August, I, I see that happening in a, you know, a chance of a summer kill. But, you know, Bemidji, you can catch... You know, you can catch most species, but right now walleyes, you know, although they're not easy, they're still biting pretty good. Um, some of the other species, again, you got to pick your time and place. I know you've never been real shy about sharing your concerns when they're warranted. Um, anything out there concerning you this year? Well, yeah, I guess it's, it was the water temps. I look at the extended forecast now, and it gives me a little bit of a break. But we, you know, or worry a little bit less. But we were up in the upper 70s and 80s really early. And if it would have stayed that hot, we could have had a really big summer kill. And there's still a chance for that, but the, you know, the second half of July looks more like, you know, upper seventies, low to mid eighties, and we're not having these not, you know, mid eighties to nineties days. So the water temps, as long as they back off under 80, stuff is usually, you know, not too bad. And if it can get to 75, you know, that kind of calls off some of those issues uh, that might happen. But you still, you know, the delayed mortality for any fish that gets caught is higher now when those water, the higher the water temperatures, the more trouble those fish are going to have to survive, uh, getting caught. So you really, anglers got to be ready to catch fish. They got to have their hook out ready. You know, you have your camera or your phone ready to snap a picture and really be conscious of getting that fish back in the water in less than a minute. 30 seconds is even better. One of the uh, other things that uh, really uh, are affected is the fight muskies put on. I know you, I, I don't know if you're much of a musky guy, but have you heard much yeah, from musky anglers, or are they uh, are they waiting till it cools down? 
they'll still go out there. This is not prime time when it's this hot. It pushes, um, you know, the buskies into early and, and late again. And a lot of times they'll be laying in those weeds in the middle of the day and, and trying to stay cool. And they, they can pick their times, you know, and, and they'll, you know, they'll, I, I haven't heard a lot of guys or a real good bite right now. And that's kind of, typical when the water temps are over 75 if it cools off a little bit that bite usually gets better but yeah muskies you can't use light tackle and go after them where you're going to prolong the fight i mean if you're using 80 or 100 pound test you're trying you know you're trying to reel that fish in and and land them fairly quickly and get him back out there uh muskies will give you everything they got and they get a lactic acid build up in their cells and once they get to a point, it becomes toxic. If if they fight too long and too hard, even if they swim off, there's a delayed mortality there. So, you know, you got to play them hard and fast, get them in the boat, and don't hold them out of the water and get them back in the water. Paul, I know you're uh, still writing. If people want to read your stuff, uh, it's in the Pioneer. When when can we see it? It's Wednesdays. We've gone to two days a week, and then it's online as well if you get a subscription to the paper. So, uh, yeah, mine is on the Wednesday thing, but it's it's in the archives all the time. All right, and uh, yeah, I know you have some spots available. If people want to use your services, how can they get a hold of you and get a get a trip set up? At the end of my column, I put my ID information. Otherwise, two one eight seven six zero seven seven five one, and my email and everything is at the end of my column in the paper. All right, Paul Nelson, outstanding guide and the guy who knows fishing inside and out here in Paul Bunyan Country. Thanks for taking time today, Paul. Good luck when you get out there. My pleasure. Good to hear from you, Kevin. Now we're going fishing, Paul Bunyan Country.